Susanna and Brian from Amata World Podcast, and today we have our next guest for Web3. This is Oscar from DLD Hub. Hi, Oscar. Hi, Anna. Thanks for having um, me. <laughs> can you tell me a little bit more about your background, about DLT Hub, and some small introduction to yourself? Sure. My name is Oscar Kaplan. I'm the, one of the founders of DLT Hub, based here in Canary Wharf, currently in London. Um, and I used to prior to discovering blockchain, do corporate compliance. And prior to that, I was facility manager. So I come from a very traditional corporate background and uh, was converted upon discovering blockchain and moved into the web free world. Well, what got you excited about saying blockchain and web three? Like where did you um, see the potential? I, I think it, I was one of those typical stories of people who were first attracted to crypto, cryptocurrency being an alternative finance option, you know, outside of the fiat system, something more peer-to-peer -peer and more decentralized. And obviously I discovered this in 2020, perfect time during the bull run of 2020. So everything that I did any research on, not that you needed to do much research in, in 2020, anything was going up, but obviously seeing very good return it naturally made me look further into blockchain technology so initially it was cryptocurrencies and between trading or during my free time i'd dive into look at projects and then after a while i discovered distributed ledger technologies hence the name dlt hub that was the conversion point for me i saw the potential of what decentralization can actually bring for society for humanity itself and uh, that's the rabbit hole I fell down mainly. And that's what got me into Web3. Um, I think it was just like, we all met um, at the DLT Hub. Uh, and I think it just like, we fell yeah. in love with the, whole, with the whole idea. But do you have any kind of interesting projects to share or tell a little bit more about what you're doing at the DLT Hub? Yeah, sure. So having created the, the decentralized hub space for people like-minded like ourselves who see the potential of blockchain and DLT. Having opened our doors, we kept the space free. We accommodated everybody and we've ran events here. You know, we've had over 85 events and we've seen over near enough three to five projects at each event. So you can only imagine how many projects we've seen. And to me, there's, there's you know, there's the odd few projects that really stood out because I saw their potential for what it can do for communities and how it can actually bring communities together, which is where my main interest lies in the entire game we're playing. And I mean, apart from Amata World, one of my favorites as well, we've got Immersa. Immersa is another beautiful AI project. Um, and that really catches my attention because I can see if used correctly, how AI could actually really help individuals as well as communities. But I mean, there's so many projects, as I said, I've seen potentially over two, 300 projects go through here within a year. And I've spent time with each founder or co-founder or team members, or I've seen their presentations on the events we've held here. I don't know. It's like asking me which child is my favorite child. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't really pick one because I can see the beauty and the benefit for society and communities and virtually every project that exists. So yeah, I think it'd be really hard to pick one. I remember when you tried to describe 
the original story was there's something connected to the sandbox um, ah. <laughs> yeah Can yeah you yeah yeah so this goes back to 2020 when we first started so Mehmet was the one who woke me out of my corporate coma and he said buddy all these things we've talked about for years you know all the ideation sessions we had over how certain products or certain items could really benefit humanity like me and Mehmet very very much align on that we're synchronized on that effect of you know we've always been looking for solutions for empowerment of our friends our families our communities and over the many years we've worked together uh, we've had many ideas you know like our idea book is <laughs> that itself needs to be nft'd one day that'd be hilarious and so when he phoned me and he was like hey you've got to come and see this and eventually we looked at the pre-metaverse concepts that were being discussed and we were like wow that's going to be amazing you know this is going to be beyond visual websites this is immersiveness and we love that whole concept so as we dived into that we discovered sandbox was picking up popularity and the beauty about sandbox sandbox for me was the fact that when when you look at gamification the main people playing games right now are children same size as my kids and some young adults as well and you look at what they're playing with and it was like okay sandbox sandbox looks very similar to i hope no sandbox fans get upset with me here for me personally they it looks very similar to the concept of roblox and minecraft and there's mass population playing on that and i can see the creativity that it was producing between my children and their cousins and friends online during lockdown or during holidays so i immediately saw sandbox as a lovely potential mehmet and his brother were very deep diving into the research and we could see the team so on so as we did our due diligence sandbox really stood out and i'll never forget the day <laughs> seeing the guys frantically trying to fight against the bots and god knows who else was buying the land on the land release day we managed to purchase i think it was 20 21 properties we were going for 100 parsecs and the, the idea at the time was we were going to build the digital hub it was all going to be online. We were going to go for the online aspect for mass outreach. So we grabbed 20, 21 properties of the 100 we went for because it was just a mad rush going on to fight against the bots and God knows who else was bidding against the lands. And we secured the sandbox lands to build digital hubs. But as we deep dived into the products we wish to produce, which we're still working on, we kept root causing it back to needing a hub and we realized like, hey, Web3 is about collaboration, right? Web3 is about finding like-minded people under decentralized smart contracts and being able to give each other the correct remuneration or reward for contribution and building things out together faster with more like-minded people. So we thought, why do it online? Let's do it in person. Let's create a hub. It's what's missing in London. We're probably two years ahead of when a lot of hubs start popping up so we'll be early we can find like-minded people build a team and start pushing on all these products that we think will benefit communities and our people so hence why we cashed out of all of our lands on sandbox and used that money to create the physical hub here in canary wharf and uh and i think you've witnessed most of the year yourself here so i i'd like to say that wasn't money wasted that's great thank you Thank you for doing that because like i like the idea of using the digital land to actually finance the real life project real land so 
that's really quite yeah. inspiring yeah i think i think there's a debate between if we've done it the wrong way around you know like most people that we talk to say hey you should have built the digital land experimented in the digital twin and then from your learnings built the physical which may have been more you know the orthodox way to do it but uh, i believe we've by doing what we did we hacked we've committed a hack here like we've done a one-year burst in such a manner that i believe we've created a five-year hack into exposure and network growth and a validation on some of our concepts that we wish to produce on our products so i don't think it was a i appreciate it wasn't the most orthodox way not not many normal people would have done it the way we did and now we're now looking at actually building the digital twin out as well so i think that's going to come back online very soon in the web3 world it feels like everyone's still experimenting and trying different things i think that's what's you know stands about the hub what do you think is attracting all these people you know what what do you think attracts all these different projects to go through the hub yeah what do you think the um, is? yeah i mean if i just off the top of my head there's there's been a few different categories that i would put them in if i may there's obviously the like-minded individuals who are just trying to make something happen you know try fast fail fast improve it and keep tweaking it till it works then there's people who committed to what they've created and they 100% you know commit to it and they just want to find finances so and then there's people who are still in ideation stage and they want to be surrounded by like-minded people that that speak and share freely without asking for equity or shares or tokens they're just happy to ideate and just bounce ideas off each other so i think we we personally enjoy being around the people in ideation stage that's a beautiful stage to be right it's where you're you're seeking validation you're talking to people that you you've liked the vibe of or you trust and it's always nice to find someone who's got a different opinion and and if you're not shy and you're open to constructive criticism that's how you improve your project so we enjoy ideation projects and as for the projects that are that've got good teams and they've structured and they're just looking for funding they've been they've been through here they've looked for potential investors we've had two projects that were invested from having met here with their investor so yeah there's been a there's been a few different types but as i said my my favorite projects are still in ideation stage the ones who've gone beyond ideation stage where you know hundreds of man hours have gone in and commitment into creating back ends and smart contracts where all this money's been spent they can't really tweak and improve because it requires them to go back they're kind of stuck they have to go forward to get funding those those projects are uh, yeah i wish them all luck <laughs> everything so far that we try to do is centralizes controlled there's a set narrative or a set way of doing things now as a solutionist when i when i see a problem i can already assess the current systems or procedures that exist to tackle that issue but then the web free mentality for me is every, the way i've grown up which is okay we know all the standard formats is there a hack is there a better way of doing this and is there an actual way of rewarding and recognizing people that contribute to this effort without the central entity or the people in charge taking all the credit because there's nothing worse than again I'll spare you with my military stories but there's nothing worse than coming into a solution problem finding a solution training everybody implementing it 
that solution brings in more profit, more production, more following, whatever you want to refer to on the metrics of it doing really well. And then the central entity, so the boss who didn't really understand you but gave you the go-ahead, takes all the credit and moves on, and you're there going, hey, that was my plan. That was supported by person one, two, and three. Like, where's our credit? Oh, you'll be given a little bonus, and you know you can move on with that. And then all of a sudden, this solution you've brought into this company or to this environment is then taking on and distributed throughout their network and they conduct it and it makes more profit but the person who brought that concept in was just given their measly fiat (laughs) bonus for bringing this concept in and that's it there's no recognition and then you have to go and write this up in your cv hey i worked at this previous company where i did xyz and if they were to call and say hey did oscar bring this solution into your company which has now made you what you are no no it wasn't his idea it was ours our idea you know there's that sort of element so there's no recognition anything you can get involved in you should be recognized and you should receive a contribution for that no one else needs to verify for you it exists on the chain it's immutable it lives forever and how we can utilize these recognition reward systems be it via nfts or whatever concepts we come up with in the future that can live on forever. Right now, I can't see anything on the blockchain of my father's achievements or my grandfather's achievements or my mother's or my grandmother's. You know, these, these things are missing. It's missing information that we can pass on now. And the idea that I no longer have to trust you as an individual when we're collaborating on something because the system can protect me against any bad acts you can commit is also interesting. So I think... The Web3 ethos is more about contributing without the fears that you have based on previous experiences through be it corporate life or previous web commerce systems you may be involved in. It's, it's more about recognition of your personal contribution. And when we, when we opened the idea of immutable contribution recognition to people, I wonder how many more people would be more willing to contribute to something knowing that recognition will be automatic like it's not controlled by a central entity the system will automatically give you that recognition and no one can take that away from you i wonder what doors that will open Mm. from your perspective what was the most positive and exciting development in the web free field over the last year last year's been very turbulent right it was a proper roller coaster ride uh I think the most positive development for me over the last year was actually how many more amazing people actually came back out of their hiding. Well, not hiding, sorry, not hideouts. More people stopped being recluse. They were willing to come out and join, like more events. And I I appreciate the debate can go on forever about all how much value was there in this event and that event. For me, every every event had some value, right? It brought people out. It brought people together. So I think last year's most productive aspect for me is, was people willing to attend events, people willing to speak and share. And I appreciate that doesn't refer to any specific technology or any particular project, but I think there was more people last year who were actually willing to explore. That That was the most impressive thing for me last year product wise or project wise the i mean we've always looked at how metaverses could affect our lives i mean obviously 
wanting to build the digital hub, which would have been a metaverse, and then seeing the potential of AI. I mean, some of the AI products that we wish to see come out that will benefit people and communities, um, and seeing, I suppose, the most yeah interesting part was the how quickly AI uh, was sprung out and how much interest is grabbed as well. Uh, I think this year it's sort of almost taken a little bit of a, how do we say, sideline to sort of all these news with AI and stuff like that. Do you do you think this is a, a worrying trend that sort of Web3, these and etc., which used to hawk a lot of media time, is now not taking as much, getting as much attention? The media. Mm, there's a there's a topic we could talk about for a while. <laughs> uh, I personally do not like any any form of media channels that try to control narratives rather than giving clear facts and and many news sources let's be honest i mean people who write most of these articles have not done their due diligence on the potential of blockchain and even if they have they're yeah. controlled by someone an editorial level who's got very clear instructions or they themselves don't appreciate or understand the potential or they see it as too early so media sources are never a, a major thing for me to decide if something's good or bad. It's just, you know, news channels. Who who waste their time on news channels? I, I don't know. I don't like the narrative being painted by anyone or anything that doesn't give clear facts. Uh, they need to be neutral rather than biased. And when we look at most media sources, I mean... If we have to dive into who owns them and what they're allowed to say and they're not say, I mean, that's a different conversation. So I wouldn't worry about the narrative on the channels. And I would really appreciate if more people spent time on their broadcasts or on their channels actually highlighting the potential of what this new technology brings rather than concentrate on projects and specific tasks that these projects are trying to cover. Like most people I talk to, uh, they've just recently started taking cbdc's seriously due to what they're seeing in the papers or on channels and uh, i believe british parliament aspect they're, they're now looking at colonial central digital currency i believe it's going to be called tbdc and and then now that's being pushed in the media sources so most of my friends that i speak to or general public members i speak to they say crypto is a scam but digital coins coming out that would be issued by you know central entities such as Bank of England or IMF. They'd have more faith in that, and and that itself is you know how much do you wish to debate with these people? And the topic between what's more people friendly CBDCs or cryptocurrency that that conversation is going to take a very forefront of most conversations coming up in my view very shortly. The two topics I foresee being discussed this year is the pros and cons of CBDCs versus crypto. And second is going to be prompt engineering on AI. I wonder what's your hopes and predictions for ZLT Hub and the Web3 field in general? Mm. I, starting with the Web3 field in general, I hope that everyone involved in Web3 or that dares to tumbled down the rabbit hole of Web3 has the the persistence and the resilience to keep going. There is so much yet to discover. There is so much yet to do. And once we get beyond this investment craze where everybody's just trying to 
get at the money rather than bring something very useful to society. I think many amazing products, many amazing projects will surface. I have faith in that. <clears throat> We're going through a stage right now. I appreciate the entire world financial systems being rocked, so it's not the best time for most people to try and raise, but it, it should allow people to become more innovative and, and more community-centric. So hopefully the web-free world will see more community-centric products, more uh, realistic projects coming to the surface and more easier investment options for uh, general community members to get involved with. So that's what I wish for the web-free world. And as for DLT, we can only play our part by becoming a first port of call, a safe base for communities. So as we build out our online uh, project platform, sorry, as we build out our online platform and then have the physical hub also. So we'll have our digital twin and our physical hub and we will do our best to become a source of education, a, a source of information and obviously as we do so we'll be trying to expand and connect to many other nodes many other hubs i don't i don't have anything egoistic along the lines of i want to create dlt hubs all over the world and be the only hub that everybody goes to and it will all be mine no <laughs> i wish to see many other hubs i miss i wish to see many other community surface that we can connect to each other like nodes and and i can only imagine i know that scary word the DAO word scares a lot of people, but it's inevitable, in my opinion. There will be many communities who will eventually connect to many other communities, and and that the DAO, I think, systems will be refined and retuned. So we're going to try and do our part. Again, we're not perfect. We're still in trial and error mode, doing our thing, but we will always be community-centric, grassroots, from the ground up, and if we can then find from the top down ecosystem partners or strategic partners that can benefit our community, then we will, you know, do our due diligence and trial periods and connect to them and present them to our community. That's what we wish to do with the DLT going forward. We're always excited with well, to work with DLT and seeing what they come up with next because yeah, it's been giving back a lot of great things to the community. If you have any like Shoutouts you want to make? How can the people find you? How can people learn more about the DLT Hub and what you guys do? Sure. I mean, right now we're drawing back on a debrief stage to reconstruct and present a new community-centric platform. Currently, you can follow us on dlthub.xyz is our website. Or also, you'll see our link tree available there for our Telegram. I'd love to. I mean, I'd love to give a shout out to to 300 people who've actually shown how community centric they are and how they're willing to you know help others and i appreciate we haven't got that much time but immediately i'd like to give a big shout out to lick media who've been on site with us from day one matt bradley i'm sure you'll know him and albin oliver and aurelia they've been amazing with us they've been helping us blockchain sensei mike harding badland and the rest of the team, as well as yourselves, actually. You guys are a source of inspiration. I love what you do. Uh, Martyr Worlds is, can only see how beautiful and how useful that will be for community as you guys finish building out what you're doing. Um, and there's so many more. I, I, don't, I don't know if we've got enough time for that, but everyone 
everyone knows they know who they are if they they know who's put time here and just in case they they're wondering and for you as well as soon as the platform's built out previous recognition of contribution and support nfts are being prepared so look forward to seeing that thank you thank you so much no thank you thank you for having me and uh, i look forward to seeing you guys soon at the new hub thank you <laughs> thank, thank you bye 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 bye, bye.